0: tricks.
1: New Hampshire's home for sports. ESPN. Sweet Jesus. New Hampshire.
2: Hey, good afternoon. Christian and King, ESPN, New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPN, also, Streaming on TuneIn. Don't have the Periscope going today, unfortunately. Sorry, ladies. But uh, we got a great show coming up for you here on this rainy, cloudy, crappy afternoon in New Hampshire. Uh, I'm Christian Arcian, and that's Tom King. Hi, Tom. Hello. How you doing?
3: It's rainy and crappy. It is. It's my kind of day. It's your kind of day. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I
2: looked out the window and I thought, some somewhere, Tom King is smiling, right? grinning ear to ear. Yes, he is. Damp,
3: dark dreary, yeah, sure. depressing.
2: <laughs> Which are all adjectives that wouldn't be too out of line describing That's you That's exactly right. <laughs> Big fella. <laughs> um, there's uh, lots to get to today. We have uh, the... <laughs> the incredible Tim Tebow interview that he did with Fox and Friends uh, yesterday. I don't know if you heard it or read about it, Tom. I, I was briefed on it when I got here today. It is remarkable. We'll get into that. My, my,
3: uh, my consulting department. Yes, briefed me they briefed I, you. They briefed me, yes. That was my extended show prep. <laughs> did you go to the Situation Room, have a briefing? Pretty much, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Good to hear.
2: Um a water cooler. Yeah, the uh, Patriots <laughs> also making a roster move to uh, perhaps ensure themselves with the loss of Allen Branch, although we don't know exactly when that's going to happen, when the NFL is going to hear this appeal. And I really don't like that because I don't like the NFL holding any sort of power over the team. Yeah, what,
3: why, what's the del- I don't understand what the delay I don't know. is. It's Tuesday, a week, not eight days after the suspension was announced. The suspension was announced late Monday mm-hmm. uh, before Thanksgiving. Right. Now, Tuesday after. He, he said he'd appeal. Yes, so I don't know how the wheels of justice work in this league in terms of the union and, and the you know, getting together. Justice is not particularly mm-hmm. swift it's, in the NFL. Uh, I, I mean, not, that's, yeah. it never has been. But this is, uh, you know, if you're looking, you know, it's important because it's the end of the season. Right. You, you, you suspended him for four games. If I'm the Patriots, I'd rather have him miss the Rams game than the Dolphins game, right? Mm-hmm. I'd certainly rather
2: have him miss all these games now than the playoff games that they play in i mean that's uh, obvious yeah i mean i, I who I the just... hell knows what if they don't hear it for a month if they don't hear it for a month and branch is done i mean the season's over if it gets reinstated
3: I right don't know. i don't know they can claim that the uh, you know that the delay in any hearing i mean i, I imagine they can hear yeah it i'm sure pretty. that'll go well i'm sure the Look, league they, doesn't have they so- must know something because they got the race. Uh, the right. they, they made the, the they picked up this guy off waivers or whatever he was. yes
2: uh Kilgo is his name. I've never heard of him. He was a six round draft pick, Broncos. Kilgo will go if Kilgo Vance doesn't play, perhaps. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, what's going on there. The hilarious thing,
3: though, though this oh, this Tebow?
2: Tebow thing is not that I want to go all Tebow
3: crazy today. I I, I said to, to to you know my consulting team here that uh, the only thing that would have been better is if Schilling was uh, was part of this. I know. Then you really get you going. Yeah,
2: I know. That would be that would be something. <laughs> uh, Tim Tebow has a new book out. It's called Shaken discovering the true identity in the midst of uh, i can't read what it says I was here going to say it should be in the be, midst of it, life's storms
3: it should be shaken not stirred <laughs>
2: <laughs> discovering oh, your true identity in the midst of life's storms
3: oh uh, we're in a storm right now if you haven't noticed outside. with uh,
2: aj gregory is the uh, is the other author of this of this biography he's on the cover uh, arms folded, looking swole. And, uh, well, I don't know. I, I I wonder what, what is he? I
3: found my stocking stuffer. What is he referring
2: to <laughs> when he talks about life storms getting cut, not playing, you know,
3: I mean, there's, well, well, let's, let's, let's take the broader view here. Okay. Probably the storm for him mm. is the fact that his NFL career is, you know, went up in smoke. Right. So I, I, I do give him, you know, I, I do feel bad about that. Not bad about it, but, I mean, anybody who's got a a dream or a, a desire to, to be, you know, to reach the pinnacle of his profession, you know, that's what his, he wanted his profession to be. Right. And it didn't, it didn't materialize that way. You feel bad in a way that that's the case for anybody who goes through something like that when they yeah. really, really want to be something and they're told they can't do it. Right. So that's tough. I mean, that'll that's a that'll shake somebody. That's a, I that's a storm. It's a
2: storm. You know? Yeah, I guess. Yep. I sort of, you know, but it's not like Tim Tebow was your ordinary failed athlete. Like he was, he was a failed athlete for sure. He was, a, he was a bust in the NFL, but. He also made, like, they, they talk about an endorsement. We'll, we'll get to this in a second. He talks about how he was offered an endorsement, a one-off commercial. Oh, at for, for from a million, million dollars. And Belichick told him not and to. And he asked Bill leave. if he should do it, and Bill told him no. We'll play that in a second. That's because we're going
3: to take him away for a day at camp.
2: Right, and uh, that's an important part of this. But first, let's, let's hear uh, Tim Tebow, when he first arrived in New England, how he thought it was
4: going to go and how do you react? How do you handle it? And for me, I felt like, hey, going to the Patriots was going to be a dream come true, play under Tom Brady, and then when he retires, we'll go play for Belichick and win a bunch of Super Bowls, and, you know, that was my goal. That's what I thought was going to happen. Now, it's good to have goals, and it's good to believe in yourself.
2: But if Tim Tebow thought that he was going to be the quarterback of the Patriots after Brady retired and lead them to a lot of Super Bowl you know what I mean that's that's Well the reason he it thought It sounds funny to hear I'll tell that you now. why he thought that. You know that. what I believe that he should, you know, I'll tell you why he I, he himself. did think that. Sure.
3: And here's why. Who was his was the offensive coordinator? Josh McDaniels. Right. Who drafted him? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So he thought he was in. Right. So he figured he would just bide his time, do his job, mm-hmm. back up Brady for and no one and and Tebow at the time Right. And probably most of us, probably figured by this time, 2016, Mm because when he was there, it was what 2012. Yeah, I believe it was. don't care about your life, man. All right. Uh, When when he was there, you probably figured that Brady would be done by now, or close to it, Mm. just because of the average lifespan of an NFL quarterback. No one thought 2013. No one thought that Brady would be. You know, Mm -hmm. Colin. Yeah, twenty thirteen, the same year that the Bruins were in the Stanley Cup Finals and lost to the Blackhawks.
2: Twenty twelve, he was with the Jets.
3: Right, because I remember I was going back. You know, I was going one to the other. You know, Tebow and then the Bruins. It was just it was it was crazy.
2: (laughs) I just noticed something looking at Tebow's stats. Denver, he's listed as a quarterback. Two years. Then at the Jets, he's listed as a fullback slash tight end. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That's Uh, ridiculous on his uh, on his Pro Football Reference page. Wow. But, I mean, he
3: probably did think that.
2: He played more snaps, I think, at fullback than he did at quarterback with the Jets. He,
3: he probably, uh. yeah, probably. Well, as a wildcat. Right. That's, That's what I mean. That's wildcat play. Yeah. That, but he, he, uh, he uh, uh, probably did think that, you know? I mean, mm. it was logical for him to think that. The only. The well, only, I don't know if it was
2: logical. Well, it was. It
3: was because of this. He thought that he was a bona fide. NFL quarterback Mm -hmm. who just wasn't in the right place. Right. And he probably blamed Elway, okay, for getting rid of him in Denver. Mm -hmm. And then he probably blamed the Jets' ineptitude for getting, you know, for that not working out. So he's got, you know, he didn't blame his own lack of ability.
4: Thank you so much. God bless you. Right.
3: So now he goes to the Patriots and he's got a coach who – you know, basically gave him his pro chance and wants him in in McDaniel's, mm-hmm. and he and he and he probably had some some interaction with Belichick. I, I know he did before then. You know, in, before in other, getting there, yeah. In other years, he had been he'd worked with Belichick mm-hmm. or talked with Belichick extensively, stuff like that. Right. So he probably thought he was golden. Yeah, he was all set. <sighs> All set. Yes, he was the
2: third quarterback on the roster. It didn't matter. Of G- course, that mattered. No,
3: it didn't because they already had two quarterbacks. So he probably thought he was all set. It was training camp. Yeah, no one knows who's three, two, one the whole bit. Everyone knew except for it was Brady. Brady,
2: and then who was it? Uh, Hoyer.
3: Yeah, I think he who probably was the two that year? Yeah, it was Hoyer. I'm pretty it was sure. Hoyer? I think I'm so. pretty. Think, I I pretty much think that Tim Tebow thought he could outplay Brian Hoyer and and, and, and ascend to number Why two. Why would he think that? Because he'd already been in a playoffs. But once, he sucks. You know. He just thought he was. He, <laughs> he thought he was. A, he
2: really. Sucked, he like. thought
3: he was a bona fide NFL quarterback why did with, he a, with a future. All right, yeah. I told. You, I just told you why. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then he's got the best asset he could have, which is the guy who drafted him on the staff. Yeah, who, who probably asked to bring him there. True. So he thinks he's golden. Thinks he's all set. He's got a couple of years. You know, any weaknesses I'll have, I'll work on by then, and they'll make me the number two. You know, they'll they'll make me Tom Brady's successor. Why can't I remember who the twenty thirteen backup was? Because nobody remembers who the backup is for this team. Well, I, it was
2: only one of a couple people. You know? I mean, it
3: was either was it Mallet that year? Could have been Mallet the guy. Could have been Mallet. Mallet beat out Hoyer, right? Yeah, Matt. I Tebow think did. so. Yeah. yeah, Mallet beat out Hoyer. But was Matt? Was it Mallet then, or was it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was too. I Think it was Mallet. Yep. But he probably figured he could be whoever was there. Yeah, I guess. He's a starting quarterback of a, of a team, and he won a playoff game. He threw the touchdown pass to win it. And then he spent a year
2: in New York and couldn't beat out Mark Sanchez, huh?
3: Right, right. But he, I told you. I told <laughs> he you. He was what... a fullback in New York. I told you what he was thinking. Yeah. He was thinking the Jets in aptitude. Mm-hmm. They, you know, didn't use him the right way, blah, blah, blah. Right. Look, they coroned. Do you remember his press conference when he went to New York? Vaguely. Oh, my God. What do you say? They flew him in. Yeah. All right. They flew Thank him you in. So much. God they bless you. had a huge indoor press conference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In I an remember arena. <laughs> For their new fullback. For their new backup quarterback. Yeah. This is why he had the inflated
2: idea of his ability. But don't you think that got knocked down a little bit after a year of, of failing he to be better just, than Sanchez? He
3: just thought the Jets were that enough? That inept, bad. That they, yeah, all right. Well,
2: okay. So you fine. Know? All right. So fine. Then that's all well and good. The next part of this is, j- just listen, Here, here's Tebow.
5: You worked for Coach Belichick. You played for Coach Belichick. You really respected him. You were offered a million-dollar endorsement to do a one-time like, commercial for a company, mm-hmm. and you went to him and you said, should I do this, Coach? What do you think? And you said, for any other coach, you never would have asked. You would have just done it and gotten the million dollars. And he said, I'd really appreciate you not doing it. And then a few weeks later, you're cut, he cuts you from the team, and you could have made that million dollars. You tweeted out after he cut you about how proud you were to be a Patriot, how much you love the coaches and the team what was going through your mind well
4: I did not want to be a distraction uh, on the team I wanted to be just another guy in the locker room someone that could work someone that could be a backup to Tom and I did not want to be a distraction having stuff all over the headlines and so that's why I called Coach Belichick to say hey what do you think about this This is a great opportunity that I would say yes to but I want to you know I want to do what's right for the team first and he just uh, you know, appreciated me calling but said hey listen I would prefer if you didn't do it so of course I did it because it would put the team first and that's not something that I look back and regret at all it was you know me trying to honor the team and if I could do it again I would have done the same thing
3: I, I don't see any problem with that
2: you don't see any problem with him putting that, putting that in his book no why really? why he's
3: because not why, gonna play for the Patriots again no I know but why put it in the book he's just telling a story about about what happened there yeah
2: but why is that? If he, What's the purpose oh, you mean, of that story? Oh, you mean in
3: terms of... What's of the
2: purpose of including that story? Making himself
3: look good of is what course. it is. Right, I know that.
2: I know that. You know? Right. Like, and it's not... Like, that's one of those things that... First of all, it's not like he was starving, okay? You know? Like, they later on, he goes on to talk about how he didn't have a house and he didn't have a car. And it's like, oh, wow, Tim. Like, that must have been really tough. Like, you, you know, what, what was that? Living under what, a bridge. Did
3: he have a house or didn't have a house or a car? What he was said that? after
2: he got cut by the Patriots. He went back to his, you know, back. He said he went back home, and then he, but he didn't have a house, so it didn't make a lot of sense. He
3: made a ton of money with the Broncos an, and, and the Broncos and, the and, Jets, and an endorsement, and the Jets, an endorsements, He made a pant
2: load of money. Oh yeah, no, yeah, and he exactly. still is making a lot of money. Oh, yeah. and I'm sorry that you know Bill yeah. Belichick told you, hey, maybe instead of going and shooting a commercial for a million dollars, you can go to practice. You go to practice and try and you know get ready to make right. this team. Right. You know he still could have done it if he wanted to. Wouldn't wouldn't have mattered. He would have
3: gotten cut. But cut anyway. He would have gotten cut then instead of yeah. you know. Probably. I don't, is, I don't know. I mean, I give him credit for going to Belichick. I do. I mean, I mean, I give him credit. Look, you know, like you said. You think
2: Gronkowski goes to Belichick for all those commercials he does?
3: If he's got to take a day off from practice, yes. Yes, if he has to take a day and off. And that's from what credit. that was. If he's got to take a day off from practice and mm-hmm. not be there, yeah. But he's right about the distraction thing. Because that would have been a huge distraction.
2: Yeah, Tim Tebow hates being
3: a distraction. You know, you know, it would have been a huge distraction. That's right. Yeah. That's why he just wrote a actually second, his second book. Actually, that's- when he was when he was a Patriot, he wasn't a distraction. He pretty much, and I look, I talked with him. He was not that thrilled about. Getting a crowd of reporters around.
2: I'm him, sure he was yeah. very, very bothered by that. You yeah. know,
3: he didn't. It didn't seem. Like I he wonder was, if that
2: was one of the storms he talks he about. He, in his he life. wasn't very. All com- that attention he got when he, he wasn't very
3: comfortable because because Not he knew he was going to get cut. All right, and that's basically what he was asked. You know, when we, when we talked to him, did he after say that the last game? No. Did he say I know I'm going to get he cut? You tell though. We said, do you think you did enough to make the team? Well, it's up to the, you know. It was all. It was in question. Hmm. He didn't like that. He didn't like the fact that he was about to fail again. Yeah. You know? And then he did, and that's it. He hasn't been he hasn't been no one has signed him since, right? In the National Football League? No. No. Exactly. No one
2: in the Canadian Football League has signed him. No, no. one in the Arena Football League exactly. has signed him. Right. He was a briefly a college football analyst and now he's, he's a, a hell of a hitter for the New York Minor Mets. League Baseball player. He's gonna
3: be a great <laughs> met.
2: Yeah. Um Listen, it's easy to sort of pile on Tebow. It's you know, every it's easy to do. But I I do sort of get what you're saying. I just sort of feel like <laughs> there's there's no him being a distract, him getting cut, you know, him say, later on in the interview the, the lady says to him, Well, you know, you you know that your faith could be considered a distraction, and and you decided to put your faith over over everything. And I applaud you for that. And maybe that's why you didn't catch on with another team. And anymore. don't forget, this is a very friendly interview. This oh, this is show. unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, is. this was right. It was uh, insanely you know. soft. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: No, no doubt about it. And I don't think you would have agreed to anything else.
4: Mm-hmm. You know? uh, here, take take a listen to uh, to to this part right here. Like it's shaken. How do you react? How do you handle it? And for me, I felt shaken, by the way. It's the name of the book. Like, hey, going to the Patriots was going to be a dream come true. Play under Tom Brady. And then when he retires, we'll go play for Belichick and win a bunch of Super Bowls. And, you know, that was my goal. That's what I thought was going to happen. And then you get cut. And it's like, hey, what do I do next? I remember flying to Jacksonville and sitting on the edge of the bed thinking, okay, I have no house, no car. (laughs) No one wants me to do what I want to do. What do I do next? I should probably find uh, 12 apostles and go around spreading the good word. What is he talking about? I
2: don't
3: know. No house, no car. Co- what? I, well, that's just it. How is that possible? No clothes? Like, no food? That like, possible, what is he talking how's about? How is that possible? All the money and endorsements he was in. Yeah. And it's, you know, he was in He had lots of. He had a car. He had a, he was a house. What are you talking an, about? He was an NFL player. Yeah. So I guess what we have to do is read the. See, this is. The, the, look, this, you have to understand
2: something. Do we have to read the book. Is that what you're about to say?
3: That's what this is all about. I don't want to read this book. I know, but that's why he did the interview, and that's why he's saying all this stuff, because you're saying, here's here's what some people would be saying. Mm-hmm. They'll be saying the same thing you are, and then they'll say, you know what? How is this possible? Where did I miss this that Tebow was home? I'll have to buy the book and read it <laughs> and find out. And that's what this is all about. You got
4: This is a publicity game. Yeah. That's all this is.
3: You know? Mm-hmm. That's all it is.
4: And especially when you feel like you had worked so hard to get to a point mm-hmm. and this was it. You know, this was going to be the opportunity. This was going to be the dream come true and it gets shattered right in front of right. you. That I is mean, that, very that I don't yeah, people that like- I don't discount. All no, right? I don't either. I don't
2: and it's that e- it's easy too because it's Tebow. But it is, but, but that is a, that is
3: genuine there. It is. He did. It was an inflated view of himself. Right. And not a realistic view of what was happening. And that's what that's where you get off the trail a little bit, where you and not you personally, but you you know, anybody who, you know, can't stand Tebow, you get off the trail and you say, oh, come on, you gotta be kidding me. No, that's what he thought. Right. Because he had this view of himself while we all had another view. The question, Tom, is
2: why is this story so much more important than the hundreds of thousands of other stories of guys getting cut in the preseason all over the league? It's not. It,
3: it's, a exactly. it's a book. It's a book. The, all this the is question, is
2: what, what I think everyone... All this everyone... Is, is
3: selling a book. That's all. You have to look at that. You cannot look at this as a journalistic interview. Tim Tebow is trying I'm not talking to...
2: about the interview. I'm right. talking about the situation in general. The phenomenon of Tim... Uh, the phenomenon of Tim... Right. Phenomena phenomenon of Tim phenomenon T- Tebow. Of Tim Tebow. Yes. I said that three different ways, and I don't think I got it right once out of the three. That's okay. Phenomenon of Tim
3: Tebow. The entity that is And Tim why Tebow. this
2: is a more compelling story and book-worthy and New York Times bestseller at the airport than, say, the story of Tim Couch or the story of Charlie Ward or the story... You know what I mean? Like
3: Because Tim Tebow was one of the best... College quarterbacks ever. Yeah, Jamarcus Russell was a great college quarterback. Right, right. But Tim Tebow is. I'm not was
2: seeing on. him getting interviewed on Fox and Friends either. Right. You what know? I mean, but Tebow, and I bet his story is a lot more interesting. You
3: got to understand something.
2: This is all about making money. I know it is. All right. That's all that I'm, That's talking, what it I'm, is. I'm questioning the phenomenon of Tim. I got it. You got the it. Phenomenon the phenomenon of Tim, of Tebow, of Tim Tebow and that, why it's such a thing in the first place. That's be, all.
3: It's just because it's, I mean, you could question that from the day he got to the NFL. Sure. Because it's Tebow. Right.
4: Because it's Tebow. Right. Yeah, it's trying right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, let, it's, just, it's just, you know. Listen to this part. It was, you know, me trying to honor the team, and if I could do it again, I would have done the same thing. All right, listen to this. Some
5: people say that your faith is a distraction, and maybe that's why you have not landed with a team for a long time.
2: Nobody says that. No one no, has said that. A, it's a, that's
3: a planet. question. What the hell planted, is she talking about? That's a planted question. <laughs> that is, but you on. have to understand. Another, what? You have <laughs> that to, is not even You close. have to understand. Well, who, who did the interview?
2: Ainsley Earhart. Is with who? Fox and French. Okay, Fox and Friends. And, and Friends, right. and definitely Friends. I mean, here's the
3: Friends. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. And, and please, people... You want to are... hear it again? You want to hear No, the no, no. People right. who are religious, don't take this the wrong way. All right? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> don't take this the wrong way. Uh-oh. <laughs> but part of Tebow's deal with his faith is to spread it, is to make it known. That this is what he believes in. Yes. So others will believe in it too. That is why that is part of that. Amen. I have spoken. Okay.
5: Faith is a (laughs) distraction, and maybe that's why you have not landed with a team for a long time. And I applaud you for that because you're putting your faith above the sport. And
2: she applauds him for that? I applaud you for being so bad. At f- a plant. Da, 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 it's all a plant. Da,
5: da, 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 da. I think that's awesome. What about um, baseball? It's awesome to see how God's using <laughs> you in is, another field now or another sport.
2: D- 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 you just talked over that, but listen. Listen what she says.
5: you <laughs> for that because you're putting your faith above the sport, and I think that's awesome. I heard what it. about um, baseball? It's awesome to see how God's using you in another field now or another sport.
2: It's awesome to see how God's using you in another sport. This was a this it, is what God's doing? This up there. is God deciding what again, sport are supposed to This is play? a
3: religious type are interview. Are you kidding me? Like what is going on? This is a religious what, what type. What is interview. this? Well, how, what this is is a prearranged religious type interview. Oh yeah, to get somebody on there who had the same beliefs that he's got. <laughs> okay, to to interview him. Wow, to interview him. His handlers all arrange this. Otherwise, otherwise, okay. Otherwise they don't get the interview.
2: Yeah, I guess somebody you. else does. And there, yeah, I mean I know this lady's name now. <laughs> I certainly do. Uh, let's hear his answer about the baseball question.
4: I love it. I've had so much fun um, being on the Diamond and being an Instructs and then Arizona Fall League. and had such a blast, and it's such a, uh, a, a huge learning curve for me, but I'm enjoying every single day. I'm enjoying the training. Can't wait for spring training. And, um, you know, it's so fun to take on a new challenge, and and I'm just having a blast doing it.
2: I don't. I don't I mean listen you, you the, people, we can argue whether there's something inherently wrong with a 29-year-old ex-football player going to the Arizona Fall League competing for a spot on the Mets Single A team with a bunch of 20-year-olds okay I mean there's we can we can argue about that we can go back and forth I think but I just I cannot there's no I can't give you a better defense than I just find it obnoxious the way he talks about it, like, it's this new challenge for him. Like, we're all, we're all rooting him on, and we all really want him to there, succeed. There are people who are. There are. I know. But there's also people out there, certainly not as many, who are rooting for you know 19 year old Joe Schmo from New Jersey to make the team too, and he's going up against Tim Tebow, who sells a lot of T-shirts and couldn't hit his way out of a wet paper bag. I don't think Tebow. I don't think bag. Tebow
3: took anybody's spot for the Arizona Fall League. I really don't. You don't? I, no, I don't. Really? That's a very selective group that they put a, put there. Yeah. Right. And, and sometimes they don't have enough guys to fill it out. You know, they just fill out rosters. Sandy Alderson's a career baseball guy. Mm-hmm. He's not going to fall for this. He saw something. Don't know what he it was. He saw something? D- Wait a minute. Saw no. dollar signs. No. Alderson? Yeah. For the Mets? No. Yeah. What are they you know get? how many of those shirts they sold? Yeah, but the Mets don't get... Uh, yeah,
1: they do.
2: Do they? On the Mets' official team site, there's those like Tebow shirts oh, all right. getting sold. Oh, all right. You know how many Tebow shirts got they,
3: sold in New England? They, they gotta, he was here for a week. They got to pay a somehow, right? that's
2: true that's a good point uh we got to take a break 603-883-9900 is your phone number 883-9900 we're not going to talk about tebow all day i promise we'll uh, get into the Patriots. no we'll talk about
3: chris Schilling next no. yeah we'll
2: get into Shilling <laughs> after that and uh the celtics beat the miami heat although a disturbing trend has been uh, has been brought up now the heat tried a strategy it actually worked hack a smart hack a smart is a thing we'll talk about that uh and your calls at 603-883-9900 here it's christian and king
1: you're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for the stretch run with Jimmy Murphy. Only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic shot down in front, picked up by Crosby, lobbed down the ice, and the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacobs three for the win. It's good.
3: Steps back, puts up a three, won't go. Final seconds, it's over, it's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The
6: Cavaliers are NBA champions.
1: We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. been putting off a home improvement
0: project because your budget's a little tight? Well, put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, wallpaper, flooring, and especially window treatment and installation services. They take you from start to finish. Everything from the estimation to the delivery and installation. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. There's no better place to watch football than Buffalo Wild Wings. Monday night, Thursday night, or all day Sunday, visit your local Buffalo Wild Wings at 8 Loudon Road in Concord or inside the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester for the best football-watching experience. While you're there, grab a Bud or Bud Light Hall draft for only $3.49 or a Goose Island IPA for $4.99 all December long. Join the fun for Bud Light Wednesday night trivia at Buffalo Wild Wings where you can test your knowledge and win great prizes like ski tickets. Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord and Manchester. Wings Beer Sports. Beals Insurance Agency is proud to announce the opening of their new Londonderry office. Located on Route 102, Beals Insurance is committed to serving Londonderry, Hudson, Wyndham, and Litchfield while offering the best price and quality coverage that's right for you. Whether it's home, auto, or business insurance, make the right call with Beals Insurance Agency. Call Steve at 603-471-9999 or visit BealsInsurance.com.
1: Granite State Game Day Saturday mornings from seven to nine.
6: Everyone's clamoring now for them to trade the pick. The fact remains that you should have just listened to me at the trade deadline. I said then trade the pick. If you can get the right move, trade the pick because you don't know it could be get it could become more valuable. It could become less valuable. And I think because it didn't land in the top two, it became a little less valuable. Dragon Bender, who played thirteen minutes a game in Israel, does not is not attractive to me.
1: Only on ESPN New Hampshire.
6: TrySofi.com is the smart, easy way to save money on your student loans. Now they want you to know about the smart, easy way to save money on your credit card debt. That's with a TrySofi.com personal loan. If you're hardworking, in a good job, and have great credit, but you have credit card debt, a TrySofi.com personal loan with their low fixed rates and no fees is the smart alternative to credit cards. The national average interest rate on credit cards is over 15%. In most cases, you can cut your interest rate in half with SoFi. Find out how much you can save by going to TrySofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I.com. SoFi lends up to $100,000. Checking your rate will not affect your credit score. Go to TrySofi.com. Trysofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I.com for low fixed rate personal loans with no application or origination fees. Terms, conditions, and state restrictions apply. California Finance Lender Law License Number 6054612, NMLS Number 1121636. These are not ponies, because this is Budweiser. Brewed the hard way, not the easy way. And with 12 breweries across the country, Budweiser isn't small. Or imported. This is the famous Budweiser beer. It's not backing down, and it hasn't since 1876. Budweiser, this bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. It's your business in search of commercial property. Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanAndWakefield.com. CushmanAndWakefield.com.
1: It's Sunday Sit Down with Jared Scaley.
3: The salary cap is going through
2: the roof. Insane. The money is going to be ten times worse than what it is this year. So yes, that contract
5: was fifteen a year, fifteen and change a year. If that happened, if he signed that deal now, that's twenty a year because of where the salary caps going. All right. Numbers are going to be inflated. NBA fans are obscene, Are going to be
2: obscene seeing some of the numbers that are going to come out in the next yeah. couple years. And a lot of outrageous. And we're going to talk about it on here. We're going to ta- talk. I everyone's mean, going to talk about it. The numbers are going to be stupid.
1: Every Sunday from eleven to one on ESPN New Hampshire on Twitter at ESPNNH for constant up-to-date news and show info.
2: Back here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on espnnh.com and on TuneIn. Texter says, "Why are you talking about Tebow and not the stud on the cover of ESPN the magazine?" I'm going to assume that's Derek Carr. It's got to be because that's the number. It's the it's the Raiders fan. It's the Akers oh, brothers.
3: Okay. How's his pinky today? Did did did, uh, did the Raiders fan go massage it or, or uh, take? I don't know. Drive him to a specialist. You fly out think. there and drive
2: him. I hear that the Akers brothers give the best pinky massages. Uh, that's what I heard too. That's what everyone says. Right. It's written in the bathroom stall in every message. So men's next room time I see him I'm going to give him the pinky. On the entire ever- Spalding Turnpike. <laughs> it's uh it's amazing. Uh, uh, your phone number sorry, go yeah, ahead.
3: No, that's it's just yeah, go ahead. All
2: yeah. right, I'll go ahead. 603-883-9900 yeah. is your phone number. 883-9900 you can text into the show here at 845-827-1250. Tivo
3: stuff and it just cracks me up. It yeah. Just cra- it does. You know, but again, I see where it's I see where he's coming from. See exactly where he's coming from, I do and exactly that. what he's trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, sell books. I find it obnoxious. Sell books, right? Yeah, I mean, you you you, think, you find Tim Tebow breathing obnoxious? No, I don't. Yes, that's you not do. True.
2: Did, yes, not you do. That is not true. <laughs> I think Tim Tebow's done a lot of really good things in his life. Yeah. Okay, I do. Yeah. But you can do a lot of good things in your life and still be
3: annoying. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's breathing, and that's annoying. It's not that he's breathing, although he does. He's a bit of a
2: mouth breather. You know, you can sort of. Yeah,
3: I just remember the that's last time. I, really I just remember uh, interviewing him after uh, the last preseason game, and he was just not too thrilled. Mm. He he knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he knew it was coming. How about uh, what's coming for number eighty seven? I might have a video of it. Of what? Of me talking to Tebow. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I have or of him doing the press do the, the interviews. So. Wow, well, it's a good thing you I'll kept t- it on your phone and never posted it anymore. Well, I gotta take well, I think I posted it years ago, but I gotta take a look. I have to see. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll see if it transferred.
2: That might be something worth tweeting, you know, on a day like today when Tim Tebow's in the news and people are talking about his time in the winter. Yeah, I guess so, huh? That might be something that you would, you know yeah, I guess so, in order yeah. to get a little Yeah. This is this is what this is how social media is used. This is how people oh, okay. do these things. Uh, you know? Yeah. yeah get right. Remember this? Yeah. I have video with this. Uh, yeah, Boom. Remember that? And then you just, you have it right there. You can listen
3: that's to it. That's true. If
2: there's anything interesting in it, maybe there isn't.
3: Yeah, I'll have to play it. I'll have to find it and then play it. Mm-hmm. See if I still have it. I might have deleted it. I don't know. So, you know.
2: deleted Tebow? How dare you, It sir? was a cloudy day. It
3: was a cloudy day. I thought I'd get away with it, you know? Right.
2: you would have to go to confession, you know?
3: I already did. <laughs>
2: It's 400 got, it's, Hail
3: Marys. It's got to be on there somewhere. <laughs> 200 Our Fathers. It's got to be on there. Either that or it's in my computer. And if it's in my computer, then I can. Okay, I I can I've do it. lost interest in it. Oh, that. yeah, no, this is, this is very interesting. I know. Um, but then when you see it, you'll go, ha! Oh! <laughs>
2: I'm going to do what now? I'm going to go, ha-ho? When have I ever done that? Oh, God. Um, how about oh. Rob Gronkowski, though? He's hurt. How hurt is he?
3: Uh, I think he's hurt bad enough he's not going to play on Sunday. If they play, They shouldn't have played him last
2: Sunday. I agree. I don't think they should have played they him They
3: shouldn't have night. played him. There was no reason to. Mm-hmm. No reason. You, know, you know, the only reason they played him last Sunday is because Bennett was hurt. That's why they did it. If right. Bennett was healthy and fine, they wouldn't have done that. Bennett was in a lot of pain. Gorkowski mm-hmm. is hurt. I'll tell you, the worst thing for a guy, for anybody, but for a guy his size who needs the mobility, is a back injury mm. bad enough? He couldn't breathe. Yeah, all right. And that may have had something to do with it too. But a back injury—it, you know—I don't. I'm not. I don't have any medical knowledge. All right. But I've seen a lot of people are known of a lot of people mm-hmm. that have back surgeries. They have one, then they got to go get another. Yeah. Then they got to go get another. And I've had chronic back pain in the past. And I was one step one more episode away at the time. This mm-hmm. was 20 years ago when I was 130 <laughs> of having to go have surgery. Because it was a a bulging, you know, whatever, bulging disc. Right. All I did was I just changed the way I sat. I changed the way I worked out. I did a lot of different things, and it worked, you know? Mm -hmm. But I'm not playing pro football. and getting crunched every day. That's true. So you can have as many back surgeries as you want. It's not going to get any better. Since being drafted, he had that
2: ankle in the Super Bowl that needed surgery. He broke his arm twice at the end of 2012 and missed all the playoffs. And then had the staff, in infect- Which led to the infection the and then infection. four surgeries after that. Right. He needed back surgery before the 2013 season. Uh, knee surgery when T.J. Ward uh, hit him in the knees with uh, Cleveland back. In, right. Was that 2013? Yeah, it was yeah. that same year. Yep. Uh, in 2014.
3: It was the curse of Tim Tebow. <laughs> in
2: 2015, he played most of the seasons. Yep. But even last year in the AFC title game, he was banged up a little bit. And now it's his back. Well, yeah, the knees, did, you,
3: did you say the knee surgeries? Did you mention those? Yeah, after T.J. Yeah, White. right. And in college, because that's how they got him, because he was damaged right. goods. yep. it was back. It mm-hmm. was his back that's in college. was in the second
2: round. Yeah. Right,
3: it was his back in college, right?
2: Yes, it was. Yes. I think it was something else, too. It wasn't
3: just as bad. There was another problem, too. I forget what, though. That stuff doesn't go... I mean, look, I, I don't know, you know, or, what orthopedics will tell you. But from my... Experience in knowing people who've had surgery. Mm-hmm. Some people say, "Oh, you feel great; it's fine." A lot of other people, you hear about them a year later; they're going back in for more. Yeah, you know,
2: he has a surgery every year, just about. Just and about. if you add up those four surgeries on the arm that one year, and sort of average them out, it's like two surgeries a year his entire career. Yeah, like that's that's a lot. And it also sort of begs the question: He's got till 2018. That's when he's a free agent, I believe.
3: Yeah, they're not going. They're not going to extend him.
2: No, they're not, right?
3: It doesn't make sense to do it. He's too banged up. Yeah. All right? And I told you, the tight end position. You know, there are exceptions. All right? But it, it you take a beating as a tight end.
2: You do. I do think, though, that if they were to let him go and he still had a little gas left in the tank, he would absolutely be an example of a guy <laughs> who goes somewhere else and burns you. Because I think yeah. regardless of his injuries, even with all these injuries he's played with, there's no doubting his abilities. Bavaro I mean, no...
3: was Bavaro beat the Giants mm-hmm. in when he was playing for Philly, right? Um, you know he, he, you know he had you know a half a season here, or a half a season there, but they're not the same player. I mean, I mean, in other words, once the injuries take place, the right. tight ends are not the same players. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, because for him, he's got to run like a gazelle down the field, right? When you got a bad back. It ain't happening. You know, you take one misstep and all of a sudden your whole back is out of alignment. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard. It's hard, especially being a guy his size.
2: The Patriots, after that Jets game, talked about how when Gronkowski went down, that was a big problem. Belichick said something about it. Brady said something about it. He said that really limited us when he went down. What
3: Brady said was, we game plan for them. Mm -hmm. They game plan for us. All of a sudden, we have to change what we're doing. Yeah. Which
2: begs the question, why was so much of the game plan wrapped up in Rob Gronkowski that's a, knowing that, that he that, is...
3: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean...
2: A week removed from being inactive and two weeks removed from a, getting hit by a truck, and now he's out there running, you know, all the way down. And you know what? If Brady had put that pass on him, we wouldn't be having this conversation. If Brady put that pass on him and he caught it and didn't have to dive forward... He would have had a touchdown. He had about three steps on both those guys. Oh, yeah. You know, that was just a bad pass, and he had to dive out, and it was still an overthrow. And if he had just hit him in stride, he would have had a touchdown, and we've well, been talking about Gronkowski's say it was a bad pass. And how great he is. You
3: say it was a bad pass. You could say it was a bad pass. It was a bad pass. Well, well, now let's hold on a second now. Okay. Maybe Gronkowski couldn't run that well to get there. All right? All right, that's one. Two, you had who was more hurt? Going to that game.
2: That's a good point. That's the a better point end? than your first one. The
3: tight end. Because Gronkowski
2: the, was open. If he's open, you should hit him. Or the
3: quarterback on one knee. You know, that's Which, a better point. You know,
2: I don't agree with the first one. The first, that was a bad pass by Brady. Oh, he was open, and you missed him.
3: I don't. I don't think. He, yeah, you, he missed him by a lot. One one play, and then there was the other play where he had the ball and he got hooked.
2: Yes, I'm you talking know? about the die. The play where he hurt himself. Right. Right. Uh, that was when he dove for. That was a, yep. and he was beat two guys. Yeah, but still, how three was three steps
3: on him. Still, you and throwing... Brady threw it too far. If he's open, yeah. you hit him in stride. You don't, know? you know. He, yeah, he's... but the stride's got to be the same speed you always think it's going to be when you're throwing a football. Okay. See, I'm thinking that maybe he's. His... he was open. He did his job. Right. Maybe he slowed down a little bit and couldn't get to the football. Didn't you look know? like he
2: slowed down to me. I don't. I. I'm. I'm I i do not know. He was know? open. Yeah. He did All his right. job. Brady missed him. Yep. Yeah. That's what. That's what I saw. All right. All right doesn't happen that often but it happened then actually it's happened a little bit this year happened a little bit in the San Francisco game he missed Edelman a bunch of times but I digress we're talking about Rob Gronkowski right now um and now i forget where i was going with all of this i don't know that play why did he play why was the offense first of all why did he play second of all if he is playing why is the offense so dedicated to him why is it all revolving around him when he's clearly not at a hundred percent. Well, it, I, they know.
3: thought that the tight end was going to be something that they could they could use extensively, and then they found out, you know. And, and look, he practiced during the week, mm-hmm. you know, but he was limited. Yeah. So and then so was Bennett, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, they, they're both hurt. So I don't know what the story. You're right. I don't know what the story was, but they had their they they thought it was the best way to beat the Jets. And from what we saw, it was. Yeah. So there's your answer right there. It was. They just didn't connect on those plays.
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, 603-883-9900 is the phone number, 883-9900. Quick break. We'll be back with Notes from the Kingdom.
1: From Laconia to Boston, the Seacoast to Pittsburgh, this is 1250 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
2: Can we come up with something original when when the Bruins struggle,
0: other than fire Chloe Julian? You have one of the worst assembled blue lines in the history of the organization. It's up there.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's up there.
0: The man who you think you should be depending on
2: to carry the load is 39, and his legs are giving out on him, and he skates like he's in molasses. The
1: Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, and streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. The Apple Therapy Student-Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com.
6: I am speaking with Patrick Gillis,
2: Apple Therapy Student-Athlete of the Month of October from Exeter High School. Patrick, how are you?
1: Good, how
4: are you, Laura?
2: So tell me a little about your experience at Exeter High. You played football Mm -hmm. four years there.
4: So it's been a really good experience both academically and uh, with sports.
0: We have, I would say, one of the best football programs in the state. and We're constantly making playoffs year after year. And then academically, I've had like multiple options with
2: um, pursuing kind of like the interests I have. So I've had uh, lots of different
0: science classes and I'm looking to go into engineering in the future. So I've been able to go over to the Secoast School of Technology and take engineering
1: classes over there.
5: Nice. Where are you looking to go to college?
2: I've
4: applied to some local schools and then some farther ones too. I'd say probably my first choice would be George Tech. I've also applied to UNH and Clemson and um, some other local schools that are
1: specialized in engineering.
2: How do you maintain a GPA of 4.92 and also maintain football and National Honor Society, National Honor Technical Society, class treasurer, uh, co-president of Students Against Bullying? Like, how do you maintain all these things? Pretty much every morning and early morning, having a meeting before class. And there's a lot of support from, like, my family and the teachers, too, to just strive to do well.
1: Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com.
5: Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes, it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street.
0: Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com.
1: From Laconia to Boston, the Seacoast to Fitchburg, this is 1250 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire.
2: Back here, Christian yeah. King, ESPN New Hampshire. It's streaming.
3: important business to take on care ESPN. of.
2: ESPN.com, ESPNNH.com. My periscope wasn't on just now.
3: <laughs>
2: that was great. Right, if talking to we you. have
3: to feed the host, and I'm talking about me.
2: Well, we do have to feed you too. Nah, eh, not really. Yeah. Someone yeah. does, otherwise you get very cranky. Yeah, I know. That's true. Uh, it's time to do what we always do around this time. It's time for Notes from the Kingdom. Here's Tom King.
3: Message for you, son. King in the castle. King in the castle.
6: Notes from the Kingdom.
3: Well, it's a, it's a slow time right now because the high schools are right. uh, in between seasons. Uh, hockey started yesterday, basketball, and uh, I think swimming and wrestling started a week ago or, or a week and a half ago. So I'm going to give you a college note today, and I think this is pretty interesting, because I have a funny feeling, just, I don't know, maybe it won't happen, maybe it will. I have a funny feeling that the best season in Daniel Webster College men's basketball history, possibly, might be their last this year, mm. because the school's closing in May. Yeah. How ironic would that be? I know. They are off to a 3-0 start, <laughs> which they never really get to. Yeah. They have already have a tournament title. All these
2: DW stories just bum me out. Man. I know, don't they? They really bum me out. Like well, I know they're good, and I, I, you know you have to cut but I just I hear them, and I just feel so bad for these kids. I'm thinking to
3: do it a series. Yeah, you should. I know because there's a lot of people to talk to here, and a lot of history that goes with it.
2: Yeah, you could do like a full on oral history of it.
3: I know, I know it because because uh, coaches, they, students, they've got their administrators, first administrators. You could do it all. They got their first tournament. I mean, they, I don't. I can't remember the last time they won a a uh, you know a, a early season tournament. You know those weekend tournaments that schools have in the, early on in the Division three season. Yeah, they won the Harbor Invitational. They beat UMass Boston last we, uh, wow. weekend. They beat them eighty eight to uh, fifty. They beat Merchant Marine fifty nine forty nine, and then UMass Boston eighty eight to seventy seventy eight. And one of their players, Jaquan Harrison, who had fifteen points and nine rebounds in the tournament title game, was named the tournament MVP. Marquise Caudle added 14 points, 13 rebounds. Daniel Webster was down in this game, 55-46. They rallied to take the lead with six minutes left, 67-65. They never looked back. This weekend, if you want to see them, they're home Saturday at three o'clock against Regis. That's their first conference game in the New England Collegiate Conference. But they they could be. I mean, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't I haven't looked at the conference. They got a couple of first place votes. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, you know, my thinking is, like you say, these are, it, it's too bad because this is—you know—there's there's a lot. of I mean, that that the men's soccer team, best in their history, won a tournament, NCAA tournament game for the first time in the school history. Best season ever for for them. I don't I don't see it. They've had better records, but I don't, you know, the year before was eighteen and two. But this year, they, their accomplishments went further in men's soccer, and now here they go in in uh, in men's basketball. Hey, if they're able to win that conference, that would be. They go to the NCAA tournament. They would have
2: to go. <laughs> <That'd> be something.
3: <laughs> All right, in you know, the last year, wow, you know they got some talent. He's that a, would be a story. He is a recruiter. Yeah. Morris likes to bring a lot of people. He's got like forty guys trying out. Wow, you know, and then he, and he, you know, and he has a B squad and everything else. He would have been if that school was staying open. He would have done a great job there over a long haul. I am convinced of that. Mm. And he said, basically, right now is he's explained to his team. This is your chance. Show yourself, and then who knows? Maybe I'll bring you where I go next year. You know, and that's what you know because I'm sure he'll get hired as a head coach somewhere else. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's my note, and that's you know. Oh, by the way, there's another note. The Riv women. Yes. Here's how the other side lives. Because they're, they're, you know, obviously they're, they're doing fine over there in terms of their financial situation. And here's how fine they are. Guess where they're going for their holiday time. Some teams travel during the holidays for holiday tournaments. Some teams don't. Or they do it for a couple years, then they take a year off. Right. Last year, I think they took a year off. So they raised money. And guess where they're going this year? Uh, where? Puerto Rico. Really? <laughs> nice. Yep. Very nice. Yep, they're going to play a school school, uh, let's see, I think a school from down south, and then they're going to play a school from Wisconsin in the tournament. Cool. Yep, so there you go. All
2: right, I got a couple of notes. Uh, the first one comes to us from the great city of Hooksit, great town of Hooksit, where a Manchester man faces charges of burglary, loitering, and prowling after police said a caller watched him go through a car and a mailbox before entering a closed business and leaving with a bottle of vodka. Now, I don't know how he did that, but mm. quite, a, quite a trick there. This guy... Uh, named Mike Murphy, he's an upstanding citizen, as you can see. Oh, there's a nice um, guy, yeah, exactly. Not, that's not our friend Mike Murphy from UNH, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's not no, him. No, I don't think so. I, uh, would, I would
3: I would, say 90% sure.
2: He's being held in the Merrimack County Jail in lieu of $1,000 cash bail. According to police, they were called to Ave after a caller reported the incident at the New England Brace Company. Officers found a man matching the description that the caller gave walking south on Hooksett Road near the line. Arrested Murphy, who was carrying a bottle of Pinnacle vodka in a paper bag. The owner of New England Brace confirmed a bottle of Pinnacle was missing from the business. Murphy is scheduled to be arraigned Tuesday via video. The vodka bandit has been captured. The town of Hooksett can rest easy tonight, uh, knowing that that uh, awful thing has been taken care of. How much vodka did he
3: have on? Just a bottle. That's That's it? You don't have, like, cases hidden away somewhere? No, he's just
2: walking around. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, wait, are you talking about the guy at the store? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It was a store, yeah. But yeah, all right. Still.
3: Yeah. Figure this guy. It's the principal. Figure this guy had an in, you know?
2: Um, New Hampshire, people in New Hampshire should feel very proud today because New Hampshire is number one in a very, well, very sort of specific category. The Lebanon Airport Gulp. in New Hampshire. Did you know there was an airport in Lebanon, New Hampshire?
3: I didn't really care. <laughs> there is an
2: airport in Lebanon, New Hampshire. Yeah, it's,
3: a, it's a like a private. It's like Nash's Airport. Right? It is
2: the least reliable airport
3: in the country. In the country. It's not. A, is it commercial? Apparently. I mean, you see, nashville has got an airport, but it's not commercial. You know, they, you may get some cargo planes and you get a lot of private planes. That's what it I mean, They've got the airstrip. Whatever it is,
2: their on-time takeoff it, it, Percentage is 62.6.
3: That's not good.
2: That's not very
3: good at all. Not very good.
2: Um, At the extreme end of the scale, China's Nantong Airport was named the least reliable airport in the world with an 18.8% on-time performance score. That's
3: not very good either.
2: And that's, uh, that's pretty bad. Lebanon can at least say they're better than that. Uh, the title for the most reliable airline was Luft Transport AS for its 100% on-time flight record. Airline zero or cancellations.
3: airport? Airline? Uh,
2: airline. Airline, okay. Luft Transport. What's the I've most reliable airport? Uh, the most reliable airport in the country is St. George's Airport in Utah. <laughs> Don't know anything about it. Uh, the top fairing American airline was Grant Aviation. Have you heard of I've never even heard of them. But they have ninety-eight point nine percent of their flights arriving on time. There's a sitcom. They're here based somewhere. out of Alaska.
3: There's a sitcom brewing here somewhere.
2: No cancellations. I think I'm seeing this here. I think I, I think I'm getting this. A lot of these places.
3: Yeah. Well, actually, no. I don't They're kind
2: of out of China. The way. They're out people. of the way. Yeah, that's true. But Lebanon's out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, so no, they're out of the way. Yeah, so but the, Lebanon has a very poor score. Right. Meanwhile. So they either
3: one of two ways. Meanwhile, this they Alaska Airlines, is good percent They do one of two things. Nobody cares when we take off because we're out of the way. That's true. Or we're out of the way. We don't have any flights, so we can get everybody out on time. Hmm. It's one of two ways.
2: <laughs> you ever heard of an airline called Via Air?
3: Yeah, I fly it all the time. Yeah, Florida-based? Via the, Air? Yeah, I fly it all the
2: time. I don't know if that I would feel comfortable with that.
3: I take that going from Nashua to Lowell all the time.
2: Kind of going to you know? we're going via the air. No, we're going in the air. Not via the air. We're we're flying through the air.
3: Take it to Lowell all the time.
2: Fifty five percent of the uh via air via flights air, yeah. arrived on time. Okay. Uh no cancellations though. And finally I have one on a serious note. Um I'm not sure if you uh know this story or remember it or whatever, but a Nashua man was in Jamaica for a friend's wedding when he was killed in a car crash, and now his family says they're not being allowed to bring the body home. This is an awful, awful thing. The guy's name is Chris Late. He's a father of three, known around Nashua as a guy, a family man. Um, Fox 25 spoke with his brother Jonathan, who said that Chris once brought him back to health when he was in a coma. He said that when his car broke down, just a a real great guy. Uh, In Jamaica, Chris had been with the rest of the wedding party on a bus When animals got in the way, a speeding truck then crashed into the bus, which killed the driver, and it killed Chris. His family told Fox 25 the driver tried to push Chris out of the way, and after the crash, the newlyweds tried to keep him alive through CPR family spent months agonizing over the decision to attend the wedding. Uh, He said, I don't think I should spend that much money, but his family is devastated. The father's gone. Jonathan says they're trying to do everything they can to bring him back home, but they're facing some problem. They said the Jamaican government won't release the body until they pay all of the medical expenses. Uh, The family has set up a GoFundMe account hoping to raise money to bring him back. They said any money that is left over will be put into a fund so the kids don't have to suffer financially. Without their fathers, so uh, if you like, why do to, you
3: why do you do that as a government? Come on,
2: it's it's awful. That's
3: not that's 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 pretty bad. You it's know? really
2: an awful thing. Um, I'm looking at their page right now. They've hit their goal. They're at thirty thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. But I uh, encourage people to keep giving to this. Uh, there's three kids now without a father, and the money that is left over is going to go to them. And I think that's uh, on top of the horrible indignity of the. The father's corpse being held hostage by this government. By I mean, Jamaican
3: by Jamaica.
2: Yeah, how about you send the body back and then you work it out afterwards, you a holes Like, what yeah, are you really? doing? I know that's mm. that's awful. That's, that that's is, a really that, sick that is, thing. Is, for them has the
3: United States stepped in, they should.
2: I don't know why. Why? Why wouldn't they? I'm not sure. The family set up an account. I don't know what. what why? They've... Why
3: doesn't the U.S. Uh, step in here? I mean, they really should. I mean, I the, federal, the federal government ought to step in here. That 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 certainly cries out for that, mm. you know. Yeah, it really does. And they should get a lot more attention than it's gotten. You know, mm-hmm. don't you think? Definitely. Yeah, I I understand why. You know. You know, pick up the phone, Obama, and call Jamaica. <laughs> really, seriously, what what's the problem? Nothing. It's just you know. That's what you should do. Call, it, call it
2: Jamaica. <laughs> That's what you should do. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, if you want to go and donate, go to GoFundMe.com slash QV dash bring dash Chris dash home. Uh, you can also just Google Chris Late. Uh, his name, L-E-I-T-E. And the first thing that pops up on Google when you do that is a link to the GoFundMe page. And uh, as I said, they've already hit their goal. They're 10,000 over on their goal. But I would encourage you to keep it. So they've hit it. their
3: goal. Is that what they've got to give the Jamaicans to get the body home and send it there? Or what, what's the story? I'm it's reading
2: that. Hold on. Let me, let me read you the story here. This is what it says in the GoFundMe page. Yeah. Our family's in the midst of a tragedy. We need your help. Our son died in an accident in Jamaica while on vacation. We have to get him home to the U.S., and it's going to be very expensive. Time is of the essence. He and his friends in Jamaica that are there, and as he has friends in Jamaica that are there, and can escort him home. In order for the process to begin, we have to pay the medical bills incurred and expenses to prepare Chris for travel back to the U.S. Additionally, Chris did not have insurance to cover this sort of thing, so once we get him home, we will need to pay expenses to lay him to rest. Okay. Christopher was a young man and a father of three. We need to get him home. Every dollar will help. This GoFundMe will be managed for Chris by his brother Anthony, and Chris's family has determined that Anthony will be handling all of his final expenses. Any surplus that may be raised will go into account to benefit the children. There's no words to express our gratitude for your generosity, family and friends of Christopher Lee. Um It sounds like, and I'm not trying to make any judgments here, but it sounds like this was a pretty big deal for this guy to go to this wedding. You know what I mean? Like It seems like it wasn't maybe in the family's budget oh, for, for uh-huh. him to do something like that. And, unfortunately, you know, you don't have
3: it – yeah, it's just – It's a lousy, lousy situation. It yeah. Really is. But, I mean, if they have enough money now to – you know, pay the expenses needed to get him back home. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, I don't see why that's being delayed. Well, I don't know what the you process know? is. I don't know how long yeah, it takes. I, I mean, this happened two days ago. So yeah, I, I, I wonder, you know, I don't know. But they've reached, reached a, a lot of their goal already. So, But still, I mean, the Jamaican government will just release the body. I mean, it's, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't see why they don't do that. So, that's uh, tough. I know. Uh, I'm
2: sorry. This was created uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. I was going to say this two This has been days. a story for a couple weeks, yeah. yeah. Um, but they have hit their goal, and... That's great. So uh I'd I'd say keep donating. GoFundMe, Chris Late, L E I T E. Uh we're gonna Where's take he a break. from Nashua.
3: Yeah, the name sounds familiar to me. Yep. Yeah.
2: All right. Quick break. Uh, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. It's Christian and King.
3: You can win tickets for the big Monday night game against Baltimore just by watching the Pats take on the LA Rams with ESPN New Hampshire and Bud Light. This is Pete Terrier inviting you to join me and Lindsay the Bud Light Girl for an ESPN New Hampshire Patriots viewing party at the Halligan Tavern in downtown Derry. We'll have lots of prizes and giveaways and someone watching the Pats and Rams with us at the Halligan Tavern on Sunday will win a pair of tickets to the next New England home game on Monday night, December 12th. The Halligan Tavern 32 West Broadway or Route 102 in downtown Derry.
0: come experience all the joys of living at bedford green only steps from the merrimack river and heritage walking trails the bedford green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from manchester Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address, featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. The Sports Blast. Let's say the season ended today and they go to Toronto for one game playing in the wild card game. Who is your starting pitcher? David Price.
5: Given how bad he's been this season, Dave, given how bad he's been in the playoffs in his entire career, you still go to Price?